sense. All right. Social networking, uh, social networking jazz. Yep. I like how you always you class it up by doing that uh, that hey, social networking jazz. <laughs> That's kind of like your thing. Yeah. Hey, I was asking. You know those uh, Star Wars that uh, that VHS set you have? I do. Is that the are those the originals that George Lucas is, is is those are the ones right with the no fuckery? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's but the only problem with these are they're the four by threes. Oh, whatever. that's the only issue. Yeah. But um, we grew up watching four by threes, so it yeah. doesn't really bum me out too much. Yeah. But uh, if you want to hear us talk about more shit like that. You gotta like, share, and subscribe. You have to like, yeah, and watch the other three or four episodes of Safe Words that are, mm-hmm. that are up right now because yeah. there's a bunch of them. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, listen to those, and we're gonna move on and do the rest of our podcast. Exactly. Which is probably starting uh, now. No. We'll go listen to that one too. Yep. Nice. <laughs> oh, that was a clap sync. Yeah. At backside attack. At backside. How's your day going? Uh, I don't know. Pretty boring. Just <sighs> didn't really do much. It just uh worked out in the morning and then uh uh. Yeah, I didn't do much. I didn't play. I played Halo, mm-hmm. and then, uh, um, yeah, I took a shower, did some laundry. <laughs> uh, I, I was human. Yeah, I did. I don't know. Just, uh, just did like uh, things around the house and uh, listened to Nine Inch Nails a little bit. That's all right. <laughs> That's all I did. I <laughs> some dark shit because I, like, you know, we live in dark times. Yeah, I was listening to, I was listening to uh, um, uh, uh, Pretty Hate Machine. Okay. Yeah. So then I was like, I haven't heard that album in a while. So I'm just. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my paranoia always for for regular watchers they know that I'm paranoid. Yeah, I always take a look to make sure all our shit's running. Yeah, well, you do because this for a living, right? So <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I wish, right? It'd be nice. I mean, a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. They they do this for a living, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean the old the old Rogans. Well, I guess I, I should say for a this is your like this is your ex, your area of expertise. So oh, you mean outside of yeah, video yeah. <laughs> video production? Yes, is something I do for exactly, to yeah. make so, money. Yeah, so like I, this this is like uh, you you like to have it. Like perfect. You would be surprised at how little effort I put into this when it comes to how good it looks. Mm-hmm. Like the audio, I try to make sure we sound really good. Yeah. I try to make sure that camera's up, that we can actually be seen if somebody's watching on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But um, when it comes to actually doing the the processing to mm-hmm. make the colors pop or whatever, mm-hmm. very little. Did you say processing? Yeah, the actual processing of the the footage. Okay. Why? Oh no, say like uh, pro- processing. Processing. You could also say it as processing. I guess you could. I guess you could, yeah. Yeah, you could. Processing. I processor. Yeah, like, okay, you need a to processor. Yeah, process. Go through the process. Go the through process. the process. The process. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've always been a yeah. process guy. Yeah, process. I think I'm a process guy. I, I think you might be. I think I might be, yeah. Are you a data guy or a data guy? Data. Data. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a data guy. Yeah. I can't say data. Data. To I me, data to sounds to weird. All this data is irritating. No, I, uh, yeah, I say uh, data. Yeah. Is that a Star Trek thing? From. Yeah, it's a Star Trek thing for me. Do you me. think it's Star Trek? Do you think it's a Star Trek thing for most people in a post-data world? I think so. If you listen, if you watch Star Trek and listen yeah. to the way like Picard says it to him, he doesn't say data. Data. No, he doesn't. He, he says, says data. data. In fact, Data corrected what's her name, the second Doctor. Yeah, it was uh, Pulaski. Pulaski. It was, was Pulaski, yeah. right? And uh, she's like, Data. And he's like, uh, well, my name is Data. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's the difference? One is my name. The other is not. Yeah. He's hardcore. It is Data. You know why it is Data? Because it's D-A. After the T, there's another vowel. So that makes the A sound like an A. Yeah, you are a grammar junkie with that sense. Because yeah. we, we did something else where you're like, no, the, the, the alphabet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like X, Y, Z. And you gave me the reason as to why it's like all the, the, the phonetics. Yeah, so the phonetics, it, right? It, so like the, the easy way to remember it is that if there is the, the letter... That's, let's say it's a D-A-T-A, right? So the the, the letter after the T, mm-hmm. uh, uh, if it's a vowel, yeah, uh, that means it's, you pronounce it like how it's spelled in the it's pronounced in the alphabet, like date. Okay. Okay. D-A-T-E. There's an if there's a the E is a vowel before uh, after the T, so that's A. 
Yeah. Okay, so in what instance is there not a vowel? If the the letter after the uh, t- after the the letter after the 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 vowel right there on the book, it's not and. Yeah. And. And. So a as opposed to ah. Yeah. Like or, obviously, yeah. Like there's 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 obviously like ways you, that. No, but it makes sense it in that right sense. there. I mean, oh, yeah. in that in that whole book, mm-hmm. there's there's probably like titles here that where you're like motorcycle. Yeah. Well, it's motorcycle. Yeah, like, like because the O sound yeah, comes out with a vowel. Oh, right, like right ah. here, right. If that was a, if that was not a vowel, that would be uh, that'd be another pronunciation of it. I pride myself on loving words and appreciating. Why am I trumping out? Why am I doing that? <laughs> on, uh, on on enjoying. I think because I was making fun of them. Yeah. But I I, I pride myself on no, enjoying I, I, like the form, like grammar, gr- like being being correct in the way you write and spell. I I just like to be phonetic. I'm correct. glad that you're there to do that. Yeah. Like I just because uh, I can't like especially like for Punjabi, right? I can't yeah. I can't speak it at all, right? Uh, but I'm not good at it. Like I can't like have a, carry on a conversation with someone. But you do understand it incoming. I can, I can understand it, but if I have to speak it, the yeah. little that I know. Yeah. It sounds correct. Okay. So the sound of it is like they're like, okay, wow, that that's how you're supposed to say it. Your right? enunciation and yeah. pronunciation. So that's correct, but like the 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 amount that I can speak is lacking. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. That that is rough. Yeah. I uh I could not imagine being being fluent in two languages and passable in two languages. I could not imagine not having a second language. Like flu like when I went to India, man, that that saved my ass. Because yeah. there were times I was I was absolutely certain yeah. I was gonna get ripped off. I'm like, man, hold off on the Hindi for a little while, and make sure they they think you're a total tool. Make sure they think that you know, you're foreign, you're a foreigner, you're just some tourist, and then break out the Hindi. Yeah, see, you're lucky because you, uh, you're you're fluent in Hindi, right? Fluent, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I I'm not fluent in Punjabi at all. Well, I mean, but the incoming is there. So if somebody's talking about you, kind of, yeah. Like oh, wow. I, I'd say not like. Uh, I think my Punjabi is like, uh, the understanding of it is like maybe 30%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, I think it maybe it's maybe time for you to start thinking in Punjabi. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's, uh, it's like, like, I mean, deliberately force it into your head. Like, be conversational with yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the way to, if I was going to do it, that's the way to do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, um, I don't, like, it's, like, hands down, I'm probably the worst in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really, uh, I guess I've, I never had the need to speak it. Yeah. Uh, well, but, your grandfather was fluent, so you didn't yeah, have to like, like. Like, obviously, like, uh, fluent English. I mean, he was fluent in English, so yeah. you didn't have you weren't forced to speak to an elder relative. Yeah, only my, in one yeah, language. exactly. My parents never they never like forced it on me. Uh, but yeah. uh, there's yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, um, I guess I didn't really like. There was nothing forcing me to use it, mm-hmm. so that's why I never really took to it. Man, yeah. that's a uh, yeah. I guess so, right? I mean. I, I, it's. I think most most people are like that. I, it's it's one of those things where it's very easy to be like, that sucks, bro. But I think most people who have a parent uh, who is fluent in one language mm-hmm. these days, especially, it seems like anyway, because there are very few members of our family yeah. who are completely fluent. I think there's like six of us, seven of us who are like hardcore fluent. Yeah. Out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it is. I, I can see why. Yeah, I wish I wish I could. Uh, I guess the, at the very least, I wish I could understand it, mm-hmm. uh, like all of it. Yeah, that is handy. Yeah, like but I, speaking it doesn't really matter because I'm never gonna. I, I probably will never use it, but mm-hmm. like, uh, but understanding it completely would be great. Would be pretty rad. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's something I have to force myself to do. So. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those things you gotta you gotta get into your head to to make a point. Um, and a lot of times, whenever I am um, not speaking Hindi for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's something I definitely on purpose will start thinking in my head. Yeah. Like if I haven't spoken in Hindi to my mom for a while, 
uh, like she's out of town where I'm not talking to somebody all the time, mm-hmm. I'll start saying, I'll start like talking to myself in Hindi on purpose. It's a weird thing. Mm. And then it gets to the point sometimes when you're by yourself and you'll notice that you're like, you're thinking in Hindi. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's weird. It's like you'll catch yourself thinking in two languages. You're like, oh, that's fucked up. Well, well no, as long as it works. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really, uh, yeah, I, I never I never did it. Yeah, hmm. I don't know why. That's It'd be something to, something to like look to look into though. Now, do you have you have, do you have French? I forgot all of it. You forgot it all, eh? yeah. but in school you were pretty good. In school, I was I was excellent. Huh. Yeah, man. Yeah, that would be it'd be kind of cool. Like I'm I'm pretty good. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I was great in grade seven. Yeah, yeah. and eight in grade nine. That was it. Grade nine because I knew that uh, it didn't count towards my my final mark, so I didn't care. Everybody, everybody did. Yeah, that. it was everybody. Everybody's yeah, like, you know what? Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I so don't I, care. Yeah, so I just stripped it all back. But yeah. and now it is like I'm just living with regret because like it's I should have learned it. Now, French is pretty pretty great. I'm really bad at um like I, like Strangler is fluent. He's French. Mm-hmm. So the old South Side Strangler there, Luke. He's uh he's French. So it's funny when there are people in the room who don't know. Like we had a, a few instances when we were working with a couple guys who were also like French, like Quebecois French, and uh, Strangler would start breaking out the hard French, and they'd be like, oh, what what the fuck." <laughs> what did I say around this guy? It's like, oh shit! No, he's fluent, fluent because he's his parents. They're all like, that's their first language, right? Yeah. So um, he's very, he's extremely fluent. But he kind of always jokes it. Like uh, I don't know if he's the one who said it first or somebody else mentioned it. But I'm, I am like carton French. So like, if you give me a milk carton, I can read the French side and know what it says. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, that's not how you speak French. No, no, yeah. I kind of label French. Yeah. So like, I always like, I'll I'll say things around French people. Like, what's that mode d'employ of this thing? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what 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 <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> like, I call beef jerky biftec. Like, I'll I'll say weird shit like that, right? Okay. But I can fake my way through pretending to have really broken French. I can understand a lot of it incoming, mm-hmm. but I can't speak it fluently to somebody. Yeah. If somebody tries to explain something to me. I can I can pick it up. You know that reminds you of that reminds you of uh, is in Trailer Park Boys when uh, Ricky uh, was trying to like give directions, but he doesn't know how to do it because because <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. So the bubbles was trying to explain it to him to the crowd to the audience. He, he, they have those like things where he like bubbles was, was, like he'll break the fourth wall. Yeah, you break the fourth wall, and he's like, "Well, Ricky never learned how to speak, like, uh, speak English and give directions like a normal human being." So <laughs> what he did was that, but he, Ricky likes to cook, so all he would do is like read directions. On a on a recipe, and yeah. that's how he lives his life. And so they they they, they, they pan to Ricky where he's trying, to and he's giving directions in English. Yeah, and he's telling he's telling people, and he's like, okay, like you can see his directions. He's like, he had to move like a bunch of weed or something, right? Before yeah. Julian found out about it, and it says, get rid of this, get rid of this. Tell Corey and Trevor to fuck off. <laughs> step number one. It's all <laughs> steps, it's all like ingredients on how to. He's like, bubbles are behind on the list. He's like, oh, fuck God. it, the list is fucked. <laughs> I do. God, I love stupid people so much. Oh, yeah, I love them. I mean, they can be really frustrating if you've got to work with them, but sometimes, like, just watching stupid people navigate the world, mm-hmm. man, as long as they're not getting in my way in a lineup, I enjoy watching dummies. Yeah. That's why cringe comedy does so well, right? Like, The Office did well because it was cringy, and you're watching stupid people navigate the real world. Yeah, Office has a lot of cringy moments. Like, even, like, a lot, when, man. even when Michael, like, uh, when he does that cringing face, like... Oh, yeah. That face is the audience yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, because there's moments in that show you just put your head down. And you're like, oh shit, I can't even watch this. Ah, yeah. oh, dude, it's such good cringe though. Like, it's so much, so much good cringe in that show. I used to, I mean, I just started watching um, Community again because all of a sudden this week because the the Corona, yeah, that's right, it's yeah. uh, it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and Community has got so many like out. Number one, I think it might be one of the best shows, most underrated shows of all time. Community is awesome. Yeah. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, like for heart and for cringe and for all that shit, for idiots trying to navigate around normal people, mm-hmm. fuck, it's it's terrific. Oh, yeah. you know it's so they, good. You know, what they, you know what they just released as well on YouTube? Hmm. Uh, G.I. Joe. The cartoon. Like the cartoon. The 80s. Get one. out of town. The Heisman released them all on, on on YouTube. Free to watch. Free to watch. Damn, that's a good run. Yeah. That's a, that's a good run of yeah. shows. And I, I think, uh, and I, they've always been on, but I remember, now it's like, it's more like, it's 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 officially on it's there. It's officially on there. Um, another one is uh, all the Kenny versus Spenny episodes, are, they released, uh, Kenny Hotz unleashed them on YouTube. Again. That is pretty rad. Yeah. That is, uh, again, like if anybody knows this show, if anybody knows what you enjoy, yeah. what Backside Attack is a fan of. It's like Kenny versus Spenny, I think, is number one. Oh, yeah. I think when it comes to content that you will go back to over and over again that we mm-hmm. talk about, yeah. that is just... And it's totally worth watching. It's just two psychopaths. Yeah, it's like... It's 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 so crude and uh, it's... Uh, but there's there's something to be said about guys who are just like like living like in their, living their own nightmare. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. Because really, it is it is just, two just, self-made hells. Yeah. And they're stuck there, and they're stuck. And they're they, were, stuck. they were stuck together. God, that's that bonkers. I remember, like, he was can't even can't even said it. Like when he was on the uh, on Conan O'Brien's uh, show, mm-hmm. uh, he said, like, yeah, because we're stuck in our own personal hell. Then and then Conan goes, yeah, that's welcome to my world. I do yeah. <laughs> welcome to my world, man. Yeah. I do remember watching when they were on when he was on Conan. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that he was on it, but um, I was so happy like watching like a guy that we watch on in Canada mm-hmm. on Canadian television, yeah. kind of momentarily break through into US TV and make this like. This is this moment. It's yeah. Canada TV moment. You got there. That's why. Oh, that's the call for Halo. Oh, the the Halo. He the, he should know today is uh today's podcast day. Yeah. Friend of the show, Sandy. Yeah. Oh, well. Who got mad that we didn't call him friend of the show? Danny. Dan, friend of the show. Danny got mad that we didn't call him friend of the show. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I should, I'll uh, I'll text. You can you can feel free to give him. You can pick that phone up. Tell him. I'll, he's I'll, I'll text him. I'll be like, uh, we're uh, we are on podcast. Hey, uh, speaking of idiots navigating the world doing idiotic things in somewhat idiotic settings around normal people. Have you gotten into Tiger King yet? I know everybody's no, talking about yet. it. Not yet. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's no. in love with it. And uh, I don't think... Okay, so years ago, like 15 years ago, Harry Potter becomes super popular, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's, everybody's reading the Harry Potter books. And I had people tell me, Yo, you should do. You should read Harry Potter. It's fucking incredible. And because of that, I didn't read Harry Potter. I didn't either. Fuck those people. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing with Game of Thrones. I did the same thing with Star Trek Discovery. Even though like people were like love hate with that thing. Mm-hmm. I did not do that with Tiger King because like I didn't see everybody tell me to love it. It, it showed up on Netflix. I saw a weird looking Joe yeah. Dirt face, so I watched it mm-hmm. without any input. And they were all right. Everybody is correct. <laughs> you should you should definitely watch Tiger I'll King. I'll watch it, yeah. It's uh, I really want to see it. Tiger King and just just for whenever he says words like that bitch Carol Baskin like when he loses it on this one other prod if anybody hasn't seen it we won't give it away most people have seen it but it's it's the concept that uh, Rogan talked about a lot of people talk about how there are more tigers and exotic animals well mostly like exotic big cats Mm -hmm. in captivity in the US and there are anywhere else in the world yeah and this is like the uh, the deep dive into that Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you straight up like there are no heroes in this show no there are almost they're almost all villains. Oh, I mean, all the all the people that are like the, the subjects. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of heroes. Like, there's one dude who's got no legs, and there's another guy who like runs the park. Mm-hmm. There's one girl with no arm uh, because of something. Yeah. <laughs> like all these characters, and they're all super sympathetic, and they're like the outside normal observers mm-hmm. who are just trying to like live in a mad world. Yeah, like they're like the the sane people trying to navigate this crazy situation they're in, while these like psychopaths go to war with each other. Is it um th- these uh these animals uh. There's no like these animals are not like 
they're, they're not abused or anything, are they? In Tiger King? Yeah. They're not... I wouldn't say that... and they're, They don't show any outright abuse. And when you watch it, I don't think anybody... Because that's what that was the one thing that was I was kind of like not wanted. A lot me. of people, right? Yeah, I, did, I just didn't want to watch because I exactly I'm, I'm a huge. Animal I'll tell you straight person, up, yeah. you're not going to see any animal abuse. Yeah, you're going to hear about some instances instances mm-hmm. of animal abuse, but you're not going to see anything on the show. Yeah, um, the abuse comes in the way that they're being bred, mm-hmm. in like that's the war that these people are having. Oh, okay, are they breeding them for the sake of uh, breeding more because the cub petting is so lucrative, mm-hmm. or are they breeding them because these are people who just like. It's my God-given right to have tigers, goddammit. Mm-hmm. It's like these people do that. Yeah. Their idea of like, uh, free speech, where's my gun, where's my tiger? Yeah, like okay. That's the main dude. QQ. QQQ, QQ, that's the guy. Okay. That's like his angle. And the the fight that he's got is the the Carol Baskin, who's another like tiger, um, I guess like conser- conservationist, or, or uh, she's like a PETA type person. Mm-hmm. Her thing is like, you shouldn't be breeding them to pet them and make all that money doing it. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's got like this weird fake non-profit shit going on where she's making a shit ton of money by claiming that she rescues tigers. Right? Oh, so those two are... They're at war, man. They're at war, but they're... But they're Joe Dirt and Carol... Well, Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. So they're, they're not like... They are not friends. But also, they're not... E- they're, like, one is... They're both like... They're both equally greasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you get that from episode one. Episode one is like, okay, here's Joe, and uh, he's a freak, but he's maybe got a good heart, mm-hmm. but he's also a psychopath. Yeah. And he's here's Carol. And she's maybe a freak, mm-hmm. and uh, she's got a shady fucking past, and she might also be a psychopath. Mm-hmm. But this is how they present themselves to the world, and we're going to show you over the course of five years how they acted when we had our cameras rolling. This dude rolls up five years ago, and he's like, roll tape, and everybody just starts acting, and they're all real people just cringing the shit out in front of the camera, and he's just collecting all his footage over five years. And then in, I guess, last year, from like twenty, like late 2014 mm-hmm. to late 2019, he just collects footage, and then he turns this into Tiger King. Oh, cool. And he puts it on Netflix. It's beautiful. Nice. Okay. I think the reason I love it so much is that that's like the end game for what I would like to be doing on yeah. my own, is doing that kind of filmmaking. Oh, okay. Instead of like, you know, fucking working for you people. No, I, I love you people. I love my clients. <laughs> You're terrific human beings. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you all. No, no, I wouldn't say that. I love you people. But that's like, it's like I get intrigued by watching that. And it doesn't, I think you'd enjoy it, because a lot of the stuff we talk about when it comes to filmmaking techniques... Mm-hmm. They use a lot of that. Okay, cool. The uh, the drones, like a GH5 strapped to it, flying over the compounds, all mm-hmm. that shit. Okay, They cool. do a lot of cool filming te- techniques nice. in it. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, it's, I mean, even like even just from, say, like uh, somebody doesn't want to watch the actual content of the show, mm-hmm. and you are an uh, aspiring filmmaker, mm-hmm. to see how this guy navigates five years to make this documentary mm-hmm. and shows you, like the story he tells, that alone, like just watching it from a technical aspect, is super intriguing. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check yeah, it out. It's remarkably done. It's really well done, too. Mm-hmm. But it's remarkable to see how he did it, and it's really well done. Okay, cool. Did you watch... Uh, I think I told you. Did you, I tell, I think I asked you this a long time ago. Uh, did you finish Formula One Season 2? I did not. I got into I got into the entire run of the first episode's intro. <laughs> I, got, I got 10 minutes into it. I was like, this is too good for did me watch, not to watch. So did you, did you watch Season 1? No, I watched the first... I watched the intro to the first episode of Season 1. Okay. I got I got up until like all the shots were so pretty mm-hmm. and I was like I convinced myself that you know what? You owe it to this show <laughs> to sit down and watch it properly. Do it for and me. And then I just didn't do it. <laughs> do it for me. I should do it for you. And you know what? Now's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Now's the time, yeah. All I'm doing is drawing and uh, I've actually built up a pretty nice little client base. All I'm doing is drawing and watching TV all day long anyway. So. It's, it'll take the same amount of time to go through, like, like for Castlevania. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the same. It's like they're 45 minutes. They're God, like, Castlevania is terrific. Yeah. I should have listened to you from the start. <laughs> Castlevania is phenomenal. 
Yeah. I actually just started, got through the entire first episode. I went through a roller coaster of like, this is crap to holy shit. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. So what season are you on? See, episode one, season one. I just started. Oh, is that right? I just started. Oh, man. And I was- uh, You are in for a a treat. Dude, Castlevania starts and I was convinced it was garbage. Mm-hmm. Like the the first five minutes, I'm like, this is shit. This is this is no fun. What is this stupid, stupid castle? And then it just gets dark right away. I mean, like the intro. I don't want to give it away for anybody, but he meets his wife, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is garbage. And then and then something happens, and then you are sucked right in. Oh yeah, and yeah, because season, season one is feels like kind of like like a movie. Yeah, the like, first a, episode yeah, is a movie. Yeah, because it's because like season one kind of feels like a movie, but then season two ramps up like you wouldn't believe like it just it just picks up like whole you're like holy shit yeah i'm on board already. yeah and then season three just just like just goes off in another direction it's like it's incredible i'm excited to watch the rest of it i uh i didn't i didn't do formula one but i'm into castlevania mm-hmm. it's, yeah, uh, it's both. pretty fun do both yeah i'll probably do them both yeah. i will i'll definitely do them both yeah there's uh because there's i think formula one is 10 episodes each season mm-hmm. uh and then castlevania is four six and then ten yeah, it's been seasons, pretty fun. Yeah. It's pretty easy to watch these now too, yeah. especially because like I've got my little desk set up, with I've got my my computer up while I'm drawing. Mm-hmm. I'm just running content on that. Yeah. So whenever like Community has been pretty fun to rewatch because uh, I I kind of know the whole thing already. Yeah. So it's in the side of your head as noise. You'll look up and you chuckle. Like, oh, Brita's dancing. Oh, stupid Brita. She's the worst. Mm-hmm. And just keep on drawing. But Formula One was one of those ones where like I feel like I need to watch it, and uh, Castlevania got to feel like you kind of got to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. that's break time viewing. Yeah, it's uh like, yeah, it's one of those. It's Castlevania. Like as soon as you get onto the set, like season two and season, th- especially season three, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of hard to pick like uh your favorite character. Yeah, well, there's so many characters because like yeah, there's so many, and like your character, like, especially the three heroes, like uh like Trevor Belmont, Alucard, and Sypha. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to say like which one is your favorite because they're all that's 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 the good thing about this show is like every character is phenomenal yeah they all bring something to the table yeah and they're like especially in the fighting sequences each of them are like the way they they direct they, they choreograph the fight sequences like mm-hmm. it's it's unbelievable it's pretty rad it's yeah. really well done too i mean it's got that um new style meets old style animation yeah like it's not quite cartoony like astro boy mm-hmm. but you can see elements of old anime in there mm-hmm. and then you see elements of that's like um what was that one studio that did like dead leaves and kill bill Oh, uh, uh, that that really kinetic, yeah, I know kinetic or frenetic. That that yeah. really like dynamic, sweeping big characters. Yeah, like the um, there's howls uh, moving castle shit. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so season one is like it is it, the the drawing like there is a thread that goes through all the like the, the the animation style. The style, yeah, goes through one se- seasons one, two, and three, but it gets better as it progresses. Well, I mean, it got yeah. better in the episode. Yeah, and so like, like, yeah, you'll you'll see you'll see a gradual progression in like the quality of the uh, the animation. But uh, but yeah, when season two hits, man, holy shit, hmm. you'll be like, like, hey, uh, yeah. Speaking of quality uh, of production, how do you feel about the new look? I love it. Yeah, that's pretty neat, huh? Yeah. We got a little a little new. Look. I'm still gonna. I'm I'm working on how we're gonna sit the camera down. Yeah, this is us. But, basically. Um, <laughs> this is basically us in a nutshell. Yeah. This is all of our shit, all the stuff we're into, mm-hmm. from uh, comic books to cartoons to drawing to movies to cameras to Bruce Lee to. I think I think even Eric Carl's caterpillar shits in there somewhere. Conan the Barbarian. Yep. But this is kind of like the the shelf that was in the corner there. Moved a bunch of crap out of it. Put into this one. Mm-hmm. Put this thing up here. So this is like our new little corner. Yeah. This is how the show is going to look now. Excellent. So if you're on YouTube, mm-hmm. which is which is the benefit of uh, of getting to watch us, is you get to see this awesome background, exactly. new little lighting setup and everything. Yeah. We're dynamic. We're beautiful. Oh, I I think I'm gonna. Hey, hold on. Yeah, we're beautiful. Yeah, we're beautiful. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna. 
I'll see you on the way here. I'm probably going to have to uh, shave my head. Are you going to have to shave your head? Do you? Uh, did you get something or do you know somebody's going through something? Uh, I can't cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be noble. Okay, I'm going to have to shave my head. And then you're going to give me a story about how somebody you know is going through something? Yeah, I'm going through something. <laughs> it's just selfish. Yeah. I can't cut my hair. So I, yeah, shave my I, can't my, I can't get my, my you know, everything's closed. So you're like, what are you oh, supposed God. to do? Right? So... Uh, the number one, man. Then you go around your entire head. Face, hair, everything. Number one. Yeah, uh, that's pretty short. Number two is probably the way to go. I'll probably go number three. Number three. Yeah. I yeah. guess for like you guys. I never had like a, I never had a super thick head of hair. Mm-hmm. I was always kind of like a, I'm, I mean, not balding, but my hair's always been fairly like easy going, right? Mm-hmm. But the individual strands are little bastards. Yeah. But uh, so I always went number one because that seemed to really work for me. Yeah. But I so, yeah, I can understand with you going like a, like a two I'll or find three. The, 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 I'll find the, like, the longest one I have and just do it that way. Now, yeah, nobody's getting shit done. Like coronavirus just kicked everybody, everybody in the balls. Yeah, it kills everybody. It just walked by and said, do you have balls? And you're like, yes, I do. It's like, well, boom, there it I is. Know. And I think it's like my uh, style. She has my number. Man. So I, th- I, I thought maybe I should just... I didn't assume that she'd had like a studio in her own place. So I was like, I'm like, I would go to her place and just get my hair cut. Yeah, but who else is going there? That's the problem. You don't know who else is going there. I'm sure she's a, a fine, hygienic human being. Yeah, she lives right beside my house. Yeah, right? And then you're hygienic. You've been pretty much isolating the shit out of yourself. Uh, uh, we've all been doing it. But I don't trust the other persons out there. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going there? Mm-hmm. Who's hacking all over her? You see people are fucking coughing on other people now? Yeah. And there are people walking by and coughing on other people. Then getting arrested in the States for being a terrorist. Yeah. Actually, my mom, <laughs> my, my mom called me the other day and she goes, uh, she goes, guess what? I said, what? She's like, I found toilet paper. Oh, get out of town! I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I was I was at Superstore, and then they uh, they I found I went to the shelf, and there was like there was four four big rolls of twenty four packs, whatever, right?" I said, "Grab them all." I, I said, "Did you grab them all?" She's like, "No, I just grab one. Just grab one. That's yeah. it." Canada makes everything Canada produces, so we shouldn't have to to hoard our shit here. But weirdos are doing it, man. It's like oh, like I said in the last one, it's like you got a room full of thousand people and ten people. Are in the corner with the air horns, yep. and they're screaming and they're peeing on the floor. Yep. So you can't help but look at those freaks. Nope. And those are the same guys who go around and hoard, st- uh, hoard mm-hmm. stuff. They're just like, they're hoarding and yelling and they're hilarious. That's the greatest thing ever. I got all this toilet paper. No, so just, calm down, you freak shows. I know. What are you going to do with Yeah. Everyone has all, they've stockpiled all this stuff, but like for nuclear winter. No, pretty much. Which is not going to come. So No. We're, this is not an end of the world scenario. This is a shitty scenario. Yeah. But it's not an end of the world scenario. No, you can still go outside and see uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see how somebody made like a timeline mm-hmm. of all the ridiculous shit that he said from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit that when uh, when the coronavirus hit, uh, I, and I'm, I'm sticking to it in my in my theory. I think this is why it's so bad. And it sounds really gross to say, but I think it's the one thing that Drew Pinsky's of the world don't notice. They're all saying how it's as bad as it's just there's no worse than the flu. It's like, OK, I'll give that to you. The amount of deaths might not be the same, or it might not be as bad as like a regular flu year, but you're condensing all those deaths that you would get from now to next April, from January to now. That's pretty rough, man. Yeah. That's really fucking rough. That's why it's hitting so hard, because all those people who might have like gone another year, year and a half, but they all have like long-term health issues or, you know, obesity or smoking, or maybe they have respiratory issues that you don't know about. They're all going in such a short window. And they don't get time to get treated if they had just gotten the flu. Yeah. They don't get time to recover from the bad flu or maybe go to the hospital and get on a ventilator. Instead, they're all going now. Yeah. And that's why it's just so awful. They don't seem to understand that. Like no. that's It's they, condensed, well, right? No, there's so much misinformation out there. And people are just either reporting stuff that's fake or not reporting stuff that's true. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, numbers, numbers and numbers get conflicted. Yep. Ideals get conflicted, and they're just like, 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 and people. I think, I think the the main fear is that people just don't know who to trust. Oh yeah, that's that's huge. And so like, they're like, are these numbers blown out of proportion, or are these the actual numbers that, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, is the is it like you know how fast is this thing rising? Yes. So they don't know, and so then they're like, you know, if you don't know, then. Uh, you're like, you know what? I'm going to put my faith in the fact that it's uh, it's not as bad as people think it is, right? Then next thing you know, you're making the wrong decisions. About yeah, exactly. Going out and doing this and this. and then 4,000 people in a dog park. Yeah. Patting each other's animals. Yeah. Sniffing each other's butts. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, man. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, the Rage Against the Machine concert is canceled. Oh, no. I'll, I'll put money on that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say pretty sure. I think it is it's, canceled. It's canceled. So. Yeah, it's weird, right? Like, how long before anything gets back to where you get, like, crowds of more than 50? Yeah. Probably a long time. Probably middle of June if you're lucky. <laughs> well, I'm not a huge fan of crowds anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an introvert, so screw those people. Yeah, man. I hate people. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not the kind of guy who goes to the bar all the time. Uh, I'm not the kind of guy who goes to a lot of concerts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I'm, I'm, my world has not shrank that much since the the virus told us to shut it down. I'm kind of existing in the same place I would anyway. But then I think to myself every now and then, it's like, well, it would be nice to. But those luxuries, are, but those luxuries aren't there though. They're not there. The option is gone. Yeah. So since the option is gone, I'm like, well, I would like the option. I wouldn't do it anyway, but I would like the option. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so for, yeah, for me, it's like I I like to. Go to the bookstore, like go to chapters or something. Yeah, you're like a big that. chapters guy. But other than that, uh, yeah, like as, as long as the warm weather hits, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, I would, I would definitely like to get the weather, yeah, uh, to play a factor. Yeah, because I, I love working on my yard. Mm-hmm. I like being in the garden, like t- taking care of my property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my the volcano layer of the outside where the lava flows out. Yeah, you got to collect the lava. And put it back in the volcano. I like doing that a lot of times. Yeah, I just I don't get to do that right yeah, now. Yeah, see, I just want to go. Oh, I have the uh, um, I have the bike. Oh, you got the bike. So we have made a pact yes. that I will be getting onto a bike this summer. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, I it's not even like that. It's like a threat that I have to do it. Really, I would like to do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have fun. The threat is I might have a good time. Yeah, I might enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. God, that's rough. So you have, you just have to pick whether you want to do an hour and a half bike, an hour and a half bike ride, or you want to do a you want to double it. No, I'm good for whatever. Okay. I mean, for me, like, uh, I'm 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 the kind of guy who does 300 lunges every other day. Oh yeah. So I'm good to go. Because <laughs> the I'm, leg the leg fatigue is not really a, a factor for me. Because what I'm thinking that we might just start at like we're on 17th Street, my place. Mm-hmm. Go a regular route, and then by 91st Street, just go north, and then just go to uh uh, just go all the pass all the way there, and then just come all the way back. That's that's a nice little route. It's about, it's about three hours. That's a very Edmonton conversation. It is. Yeah. So our non-Edmonton fans are like, what are they talking about? Yeah, it's about 70 kilometers. It's about 70 kilometers, eh? <laughs> so if you're in the States, yeah. break out the old Google there. That's that's one thing I don't understand when people say like, uh, they're like, 70 kilometer bike ride? Are you crazy? I'm are like, you out of your mind? Like, it's not that hard. It's not. It's, it's not really not. But when you think about your your daily commute, if you actually go into your, into your odometer and you hit the little button there, and just do like just do your daily commute if you work, mm-hmm. and then take a look, and you probably end up doing like 25, 30 kilometers. If that, if that, if you're doing it anyway, and then and then you just think to yourself, well, how far is that really? And could I do that on a bike? And how long does it take me to do? It take me fifteen minutes. So on a bike, it'll take me an hour. Then yeah. I, I go around a couple times maybe, and I end up doing fifty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's really not that much. No, it's not at all. Like like you can do, uh, you can do like thirty five kilometers hour like hour and twenty minutes. Easily. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, and biking is like. 
If you're, if you're not doing trails, it's easy. You're just you're just biking on the roads and stuff like that. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, it, once it once you like anything, right? It's anything sounds super daunting before you've done it, mm-hmm. and then you start doing it. Like right now, I've I've gotten back in the treadmill. I just uh, I know like it's not the same as being on the road, but I put that thing at a 10, 10 degree incline. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just start running. I just do like a 4K. Yeah. And now it's like I've got my my set down, like my, the music that I like to play. Mm-hmm. I know when it's going to be. I'm uh, like singing along to the songs I know. I know where I'm hitting like, you know, 10 laps. I know where I'm hitting 15 laps and 20 laps. Yeah. So it's like it's in my head now. But the first day when I came back into it, I'm like, oh, I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. I hate the treadmill. It fucking sucks. Yeah. And, you know, I was barely getting a half hour on that thing. Oh, yeah. No, I... I- know exactly how you feel yeah there was a uh, when i finally decided like last week when it was a couple of weeks ago when it was like nice and warm mm-hmm. i lost all i lost track of the days but like uh um i was like fuck it i'm just gonna go for a run yeah i'm like i haven't gone for a run in so long because i want because you know i want to get back into yeah, running, you, right? that's your thing right now so yeah so i was like screw it just go just do go, it don't put it off and then yeah. just go and i went like for a couple i went for like i think like 2k or 3k or something mm-hmm. and then now i just um, automatically when i was done i was like i can't wait to go again right so now, yeah, now the I'm, suck goes away so fast. Oh yeah, it's 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 gone. So I, I yeah. want to like I can't wait to go outside again. Go oh yeah. yeah, oh it's totally it. I mean that's that's a, that's the thing too, right? For me, a big part of getting back on there was just because like I do a lot of stuff here for cardio anyway. I'm a big like uh, I do a lot of the get ups and I do a lot of physical stuff just to get my cardio going. Mm-hmm. I was getting super bored by it. I wasn't on the treadmill anymore, so I was like, yeah, maybe I should do that. Just change it up. Mm-hmm. Change it up and hated it, and then right away it was like the next day it was gone. I just wanted to be back on the treadmill again, mm-hmm. so I did the day off, day on, day off, day on. Uh, started incorporating the lunges into the treadmill, so like I, I pre-burn, then I post-burn. So I'll, I'll do the lunges, I'll do the treadmill, I'll go do lunges again, yeah. just to get that extra kick in. Because mm-hmm. my brain is like, you have to do more. Don't be a sissy. Just keep doing it. Yeah. So now it's like it's it's all the time. I guess in my head now, you mm-hmm. do it all the time. You're always doing those those yeah. routines, right? Mm-hmm. And now when I don't do it, I feel like I didn't do it. Yeah. Like you didn't do it, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you fatty. Oh yeah. No, I get that, back on there. Yeah, because your day's not complete. fat shame myself. Yeah, you feel like like your day's not complete until you go. Yeah, it's not complete, right? The yeah. suck goes away so fast. Oh yeah, like the, I think the for me it was like the uh, the great thing was like when I was running, I was like I was waiting for it, and I was like, okay, wait, wait for the the lower back pain to come. I'm like, yeah. it's coming, it's coming. Then it never came. It's, it's and I was on. like, yes, finally. I'm like, I'm on I'm on the road to like go hard to go yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, it feels so good, right? It feels so good when you're healthy, mm-hmm. man. I uh, we've been talking a lot about what I've been doing as far as the diet goes. I cut all the carbs and sugar out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew, I knew it was coming like that gut, that gut pain thing everybody talks about yeah. how your body starts processing differently. So your stomach's going to hurt mm-hmm. uh, about a month in, I started getting it really bad mm-hmm. because this really sucks, man. And it was like that weird, like uh, almost like I was giving myself IBS, all the guts were like, you'd wake up at four in the morning, your stomach just hurt like hunger pangs, but like a real intense pain. So I got back on some carbohydrates, I put a bunch more back in and uh, no more, no more stomach pains at all. Um, no sugars though. Sugars are gone entirely. What do you? What carbohydrates are you eating? Um, I'm I'm back to like we have this unbleached, un uh, unprocessed white flour that we buy from the the Savon and a bran and a whole wheat blend that we make all of our own bread and uh, and like like wheat products from. Mm-hmm. So like I don't buy anything from outside. So I'm not buying like donuts and shit. So we make our own bread at home. Mm-hmm. So I eat that. So I've brought that back into the into the routine. Okay. Do That's you uh, gotta get right back in that? That might might be quiet today. The uh, there you, he is. Yeah. Do you um uh. Do you eat oats at all? Yeah, I do oats. Uh, I do a lot of oat flour. Mm-hmm. Like we, I make waffles, mm-hmm. so we have always got oats at home. Like I've I've got three or four bags here all the time. Mm-hmm. So I grind that in the Nutribullet. I make a real fine powder out yeah. of it. 
I turn that into a waffle. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll throw some like bananas or whatever I'm going to have in there. Mm-hmm. So fruits, whatever it is. Yeah. And then uh, I'll make that into a pancake at night sometimes. So if I want like a, a dinner that's like just oats alone, mm-hmm. like no no other wheats. So I'll make a like eggs and bacon and I'll make a couple pancakes out of the oats mm-hmm. and I'll just eat that. Do you put, dare put vega, that vega powder in your, in your pancake batter? I do not. Pretty good, huh? Really? I've got some of the coconut. There the uh, the vegan coconut shake. Yeah, just 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 put a little, just put some in there and just mix it all up, and you have a. It uh, blends well, huh? Yeah, protein pancakes. Get out of town, really. I mean, oats have so much protein anyway. Plus they the do, eggs, yeah. the meat, right? And 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 oats are like they're slow burning as well. Exactly. But uh, but with vegan, you also get a serving of your vegetables too. Of your veggies. Yeah. I uh, I've never been shy about vegetables. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like uh, you know how like you put candy in front of some kids and they'll just keep eating the candy. I'll yeah, eat vegetables like goldfish. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm a, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm man. So yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like I'm, I'm almost like, like sick in the head. If there's a pile of broccoli in front of me, mm-hmm. I'll just eat broccoli without realizing it. For some reason, the taste has clicked with me. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the taste of like fresh broccoli. Do you ever, um, have you ever made broccoli in your, uh, in your, uh, Nutribullet? Like, oh, you mean like a sauce? I've made, I've made broccoli purees. Yeah, broccoli. like sauces and things. Yeah, like cheese make, sauces. There's broccoli like broccoli and just like you know, like like steamed broccoli and water yep. in, in your Vitamix and well, you know, sorry, in your, in your soups and things. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah that's a. Uh, that's one thing I really I make all the time. If I have like extra broccoli just lying mm. around, just steam it, throw it in there with the water you build it in, and then just you're good to go. Salt it and then drink it. I do a uh, a cheese onion broccoli soup. Yeah, I, do, I, I, I throw yeah, into I, the uh, yeah. What cheese do you use on your on your broccoli? I like cheddar, man. I know people like uh, put their old nose up on the old cheddar, but I like a nice old cheddar. <laughs> they put their nose up on the old cheddar, but I use the old cheddar. Mm. And I throw that into the soup. So I'll do like uh, I'll shred that. And some potatoes and some onions. Mm-hmm. And I use some onion powder, onion flakes. I can make my own kind of Lipton, like a, like a homemade Lipton yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Garlic. So you just like fry some garlic up with some uh, some oil. Yeah. And you you saute all your shit and you throw that into your soup with your broccoli. Um, puree your broccoli a little bit after you boil it. Use the instant pot if you want to use that to get mm-hmm. some uh, a nice like rich like pressure cooked soup. Yeah. And then uh, some potato, like I said, potato and cheese and broccoli, and then you just blend the whole thing up and throw that into a bowl and drink it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very tasty. Some salt, yeah, pepper. I'm, and I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Those are like people. I don't know what it is about people when they see something green, they don't want to eat it. Like if they see like a like a vegan shake and it's green, like oh, I could never drink something green. Mm-hmm. That's gross. I couldn't, couldn't do that. It's like, what's what's wrong with you, man? It's healthy. It tastes good. Well, yeah, that's the, okay. I have to, okay, sometimes it is kind of an acquired taste because like, sometimes those, because like smoothies and stuff like that, and they have to taste good. Can I, can I do something? Yeah. Can I do one thing? Yeah. There you go. Okay, uh, um, that's actually <laughs> no. That that's actually perfect. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, it was, um, but uh, yeah, like the uh, like smoothies. Yeah, smoothies have to. They have to taste good. If they don't taste good, you're not going to drink them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I live by that that code too. Even though because I drink smoothies literally every day. Yeah. But uh, so you have to make them taste good. That doesn't mean you have to put a ton of sugar in them. Oh, exactly. But you have to make sure they taste good. And you can yeah. get your sweetness from fruits. Fruits. Banana. Throw a little maple syrup in there. Pretty much good to go. A little yeah. bit of raw honey. Yep. Always, and I, I always tell people to put oats in your smoothies. Oh, always. 100%. Yeah, have to. I mean, like it was one of those things where I can't remember what I was watching. And then I saw something on TV about oats in your smoothies. We talked about it here. And then I just started doing it. Like I never, I never put oats in my smoothies. Mm-hmm. But we talked about it and I saw it so many times. I was like, oh, I'm just going to start doing it. And like, you just, they're not there. Mm-hmm. You you blend them properly. Mm-hmm. They break up in your blender. Oh yeah, they 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 pulverize. They pulverize. Yeah. It's just like it's a little grainy, maybe maybe at the very least. But they're they're tasty. Mm-hmm. They're super sweet, incredibly good for you. Yeah, they'll fill you up, if, especially first in the morning, man. Mm-hmm. So you're like you said, the slow burn all day long. 
It's a nice, uh, nice complex carbohydrate. It is, yes, and you don't. It, it'll, it'll get you through to lunch easily. People don't, I think, also don't know the difference. We talk about health a lot. People don't know the difference. I think between complex carbohydrates and simple carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. How like simple carbs, like sugar. And like, you know, white flour. They just, they're gone just like that. Burn quick. Sugar yeah. spike. You're, you're hyperactive for 15 minutes. You're super tired afterwards. You just, it's a spike, right? Yeah. Whereas the complex carbohydrates plateau you out and give you energy for a longer yeah. period of time. AKA complex. Your body is, is trying to figure out how to burn, how, how to, to break burn it, it down, down and how to, and how to burn it properly. And so exactly. it takes time. So it's, a, it, uh, it allows you to, it, it, the energy release is very, very slow. Very slow. Yeah. Yeah. And it allows you to actually keep that all day long, that plateau of, of energy the entire day long. Yeah, a lot of guys just don't seem to realize that. They just they, they think they're gonna get something from a protein bar and it's really all you're getting from that is sugar. So you have short term energy burst and a little bit of like, I don't know, soy protein or something. I so, can yeah, the, welcome those, to Tittyville. Yeah, it's exactly so yeah, welcome to Tittyville. <laughs> Population, you and your tits. Yeah, the uh yeah, because I think like with depending upon like with the physical activity you're doing too, is like sometimes you just you do need sugar. Like sometimes like for, especially for running. Oh, it's definitely a, a, it's a it's a, necess- a necessity. Yeah, for in co- the right time. Yeah, so for like long for like extended periods of like cardiovascular activity, mm-hmm. you do need sugar. Like mm-hmm. uh, whether it's gels, whether it's like a, a quick bar or something like that. But like, uh, I find that with like working, uh, like from biking, I do need I, I just need water with a little bit of a hydrator in it. Yeah. But I find that with when I'm doing like the uh, like, especially at Orange Theory, like when I do the uh, when I'm on the bike, uh, I don't need that much water mm-hmm. but when i'm on the floor doing the, the lifting and stuff like that that's when i'm like really i really really get thirsty i'm like i just like my bottle just gets empty at the end of the class and i'm like because like you're just the push-ups the pulling the uh the weights and everything after mm-hmm. that you're just like in between you're just like you're just dying you're like you're like you oh, really like, want that liquid you're, you, 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 you're, you're, you get so dehydrated so it's uh um so yeah that's 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 for me. It's like when I'm doing like really heavy lifting and like the, like the power exercises. Yeah, that's when I get really really thirsty. Man, yeah. I uh I was at, at a very early age and in, in exercise and working out. I almost everybody who ever kind of gave me any kind of instruction or education on how to train was always very adamant about that water break. Yeah, you got to take your water break. Take your water break. Take your water. Break. Have to. So it's one of those. Uh, it's always been in my head. So I don't know if I'm if I'm getting thirsty or if it's habit. I mean, I know there are times definitely when like uh when I neglect it, when I'll realize the next day like I think I'm dehydrated today. Yeah, like that, I didn't drink enough water yesterday yeah, for working so, out. Yeah, that you just you just hit on the head right there. Is that because like uh, even though you think that you might not need it, mm-hmm. uh, you definitely need it. Just put it in there anyway because yeah. like your your body's gonna find some use for it. Exactly. So like because uh, a lot of people say like you know like when people are working out like let's say for like an actor who's like uh you know who's uh getting ready for a Marvel role for whatever, right? Let's say like... Nanji Annie. Yeah, let's say someone's going to play Hulk, right? <laughs> exactly. So like... Um, or Thor. Or, or like Thor. That. All these guys who really burn that in the yeah. gym. And so like when they have to get in shape for a role, they're like... They're like they're not used to eating that much, right? But mm-hmm. so like when they're putting like... They're working out like so hard, but they, but even after workouts, they're like, I have to force myself to eat all this rice and yeah. this chicken and stuff like that, right? But like... You're like... But I can't eat them. I can't eat it because it's just too much, right? But like, yeah. no, you're... You, you're this is telling you... Uh, not to eat it because you're exactly. so, cause, like you've been eating like your regular diet for so long before you started this role, right? This training process. But now that you are, mm-hmm. to, you're, you're trust me, your your body's gonna need it. You can you yeah. can def like your body tells you. Yeah, your body one hundred percent is always telling you what it needs. Mm-hmm. Like I I can guarantee like if your lips are dry, it's because you're not getting enough water. Mm-hmm. If you've got dry skin, your body is telling you you need to drink more water. Yeah. 
if your stomach's gurgling, it's telling you you need to put something into it. Yeah. When your yeah. when your urine is looks like apple juice, you need water. You need water. Yeah. If your poop is too weird looking, <laughs> more so than you're used to, you know, maybe you should go Google what dark poop means. Mm-hmm. Like your your body is always trying to tell you by giving you output like output data. It's always outputting data to tell you what it needs to be put into it. Yeah. That's 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 kind of what like that. What's that guy's name? Doctor Oz. Data. Yeah. He was uh <laughs> he was that Doctor Oz guy. Well, he's a tool. He's a tool. He's a he's a bit of a tool. Don't ever listen to that guy. I will tell you, Doctor Oz is ninety percent like uh, fantastical, like wondery, wizardy tool bullshit, and ten percent information. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at him every now and then, he'll tell you something. You're like, that's good info, but don't yeah. be fooled because he's ninety percent tool. Yeah, like okay, okay, congratulations on his success. Like you know, that's good for him, good man. For him, that's good that, for that's him. Awesome. But Judge he, Judy is popular too. Yeah, because he he knew how to tap into that market, right? Mm-hmm. And plus, you know what? You know what? The, you know what kind of sent him over the top? Oprah. 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 I uh, I will give way more credit to Dr. Phil than I will ever give to Dr. Oz. Ass down. I mean, if you look at uh, the people Dr. Phil is like constantly in communication with, like he's part of these boards, he's in he's in talking to Senate committees. Mm-hmm. He's got people who are part of like major government organizations. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, W, Dodge W, me or buddies play baseball together. None yeah. of that shit. Like he's got real genuine people with like, uh, with resumes mm-hmm. that back him. Yeah. Dr. Oz is not. Dr. Oz got like fucking Nancy no. Grace and shit. Yeah, he, he, he got like, he had to go in front of the the House Judiciary Committee. Yeah, because like, he was pushing pills. He's pushing pills. <laughs> He's fucking pushing pills and yeah, shit. Like, yeah, once you go in front of that, I'm sorry, man. There's, yeah. no, you're, there's no coming back from that. I'm not saying Dr. Phil is a saint. He's got a lot of problems. No, like, he does. I mean, Absolutely. he's got a shit ton of problems. Well, the, but but Dr. Oz is a tool. But that's the price you pay when you put yourself out there like that. Oh, that's absolutely true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. One, he was in one of those Sharknado movies or whatever it is, or scary movie movies. Like, oh, was he? Dr. Phil was in one of them. Oh, no, he was in a scary movie. Yeah, he was in the scary movie, the one with Shaq. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't one of those. Uh, he did a really great podcast with the old, uh, the old Joe Rogan there. Oh, yeah, that and was And you get a good. good idea what he's actually like. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, shit, I don't know. I just go out there and do things, and people go crazy. They go crazy. Fuck, I mean, yeah, I'm just he's, a human yeah, I like it because he's, he's, he's brutally honest about like like who he's like hiding of who he who he is no no he's very open he's open minded about what he do who yeah. he is what he does and he, he sh- and on his show he shuts down guests which is good this is terrific yeah he's he's quick to sh- to knock down a moron yeah with that gold down home humor <laughs> did you ever see that episode of Dr. Phil when he had that that one spoiled girl that was on there with that uh that mom who kind of enabled <laughs> which one her? man they're all oh, like oh god a- this is great the girl's like I want a G-Wagon he's like why he's like I don't know it's, it's great it's, it's a great ride and he's like can you afford one he's like he's like his mom, her mom could afford one. She's like, her mom's like a millionaire, oh. and then a uh, multimillionaire. And then he goes, uh, he goes, why would you want that? He's like, why don't you just get a regular car? She's like, then her mom goes, I was gonna buy her just a regular Mercedes Benz C, whatever C class, whatever. Gross. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not want. Then she started, she started crying, and she's like, I want my G wagon. And, and Doctor Phil's like, he goes, I'm, okay, I'm much older than you. He goes, I don't even have that an expensive car like that. And he's like, uh, he goes, what makes the? What, he's like, oh, because if I don't get one. What are my friends gonna think? And all I was like, "Holy shit, man!" I, I wanna, That's like I, I want to slap this girl so hard. It's like, so broken. Yeah, I mean that that is that is what the Instagram lifestyle has done to these people. These people who have like yeah. a little bit of cash in the states, right? Yeah. But what I I'll tell you, with with the COVID nineteen, it's an awful thing that happened to the planet. Mm-hmm. But man, it is nice not to get a lot of that in the, in the news feed anymore. Yeah, it is. Like, it's great. They're not lining up for a new phone. Like I think it's reset the way people. Hopefully, it's reset the way manufacturers and Apple. All these guys actually market the devices. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see Tim Cook 
doing his best Steve Jobs impression, mm-hmm. walking around telling me how great the new iPad is when mm-hmm. it's not that great. Yep. You know, like an incremental change is supposed to wow me so much. Other great devices I use when I read them. I'm not going to shit on the device. Mm-hmm. But I don't need you pushing it to everybody. And then, you know, you see all these little tech writers standing in the auditorium and clapping with their arms in the air and yeah, throwing it, their shit in the it, air like yeah, it's graduation. It, it just seems like it's so forced. It's so forced, right? Yeah. Like, we don't need that anymore. I don't need to see a guy yeah. lining up for six days to get the newest iPhone then you see him out of the store holding above his head and running out the store and showing everybody. Yeah. Like I don't we don't need that anymore. No. We've I, never needed it. No, no. I think I think the I think you can you can have that when there's like a revolutionary change. Exactly. Like when the when the iPad becomes two in one or something. Like you know when it comes like a, a, it's a book. When it gives you a blowjob. Yeah, exactly. When the iPad is actually like coming out of the screen holographically. Yeah. And you got all the body sensor thing and the whole body glove. Like it is it's yeah. like one of those futuristic movies where Everybody's a glutton. Yeah, in a chair. exactly. Or like when you open it up at the top, uh, uh, a hologram shoots down to, with a with a with a keypad. Yes, like, that. like some shit like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Which is more realistic than the fucking blowjob thing. Oh, I, yeah. I, I totally understand. But no, it would be cool when when something like that happens and you show it off, and everybody's like, "Wow, that's really neat." We're we're all gonna get one. But I don't need an auditorium full of people. No. It's like it's a rock concert, mm-hmm. like Aerosmith in Germany. Like I don't need that shit. No, nobody exactly. needs that shit. No, I think it's like you're just people are just like it's it just. People just make fun of you after that. You're just like they do, man, and it's not important. Like now we kind of know what's important. Mm-hmm. Like we're like human interaction is important. Like looking up. Like I'll tell you, the only time that I think I ever saw uh, technology in the last twenty years be revolutionary to where people were interacting with each other, and even still, then they weren't. Was the Pokemon Go, the yeah. Pokemon Go craze? Yeah. When we were walking around the neighborhood, and I'm looking up, and there's just like hundreds of people out, and they're all Pokemon going all over the place. That was like uh, like borderline revolutionary technology. Now, the whole thing was data collection. I'm convinced the entire thing was just a bunch of fucking data collection. Yeah. But at the same time, it was neat to see so many people out doing something different. Yeah, it's, it was because like it's good because then people are like, it forces people to like, use their brains more. Yeah. And uh, like, for example, like uh, my cousin sent me this picture. It's like, the you know, the, the village in Punjab, Jalandhar? Mm-hmm. Before this whole COVID nineteen thing took, took thing to place, there was so much pollution you couldn't see uh, the Himalayas from the from the villages. I bet you it's a clear view now, baby. Look, look at that! Holy shit! Look at that! That's a, that is not even just like a clear view. That is you can see. That's yeah. a view. That's a view. It's not like on a good day you can see the Himalayas. That's it's a like, ca- they're right there. They're right there. You can see it. The pollution just cleared up. It's the mountains from Vancouver. Is what that is. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. Nature is coming back to the streets. It's like a. I might just put a photo up. Shoot, oh, yeah. shoot that photo over. I'll just pop that up on the screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at uh, like I Am Legend, when he's hunting the deer in the middle of New York, mm-hmm. that's the world right now. It's like yeah. there's animals coming back into the cities. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. There are no people out there. Yeah. And they're telling the raccoon buddies to like roam the streets, the monkeys in Thailand, the wolves in California. Like, yeah. they're all starting to come back now. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Because there's nothing, yeah, there's nothing to keep them out. There's no fear anymore. There's yeah. no, like, all the traffic isn't stopping them. Mm-hmm. Backyards in Japan are full of deer. Yeah. More so, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, um, oh my I, God. I I think that there's instead of looking at this as a, I think I might have mentioned this last time, but like the, I think the best thing to do is, uh, look at this as a good thing because like it is, it, it is a, it's a chance to reset 
reestablish, reassess, revalue, and then it's like, uh, and then take a look at like you know what what can you do to what can we do differently now? I'll tell I'll tell you. Yeah. I see exactly what you're talking about. Maybe not so much a uh, a good like a quote unquote good thing, but it is a way for us to reevaluate yeah. the way we live. Mm-hmm. So there are positives that we can take away from such like a like a rough thing that happened to the entire planet, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can we can now understand what's important to us as human beings. Mm-hmm. This shit is unimportant. Yep. Your phone is not important. Having the greatest camera or the, the newest the wireless headbuds, earbuds, that all that shit's not important. Mm-hmm. Your neighbors are important. You know, um, maybe creating vaccines to save the world is more important than like war machine, building the next war mocked. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we don't need the next gigantic, best, biggest, greatest gun. Yeah. But maybe you take all the money that we're getting into certain other places and pump that into medicine, pump mm-hmm. that into research. Yeah. So we're on top with our pants down again. So there are like hopefully there are positives that people will hold on to or, or take away from this, right? Yeah, like we're seeing like a lot of uh, good things about that people are doing is that uh, it for sure. Sometimes it, it it brings out the best in people. Like look mm-hmm. at all look at all those companies now that are like just stopping manufacturing of what they're making and yeah. moving that towards like medical supplies, like, like on on a dime. And it's like companies you wouldn't even expect, like yeah. make, makeup companies. Like there's uh, uh, pretty much everything. GE. Um, Tesla, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's doing it. Yeah. They're all putting in whatever they can put in yeah. to like try to help. Yeah. Now, obviously, people are going to shit on them. Like Tesla's like, well, we'll do our best. And immediately, everyone's like, you're a piece of human fucking trash. You yeah. can't do anything. You're garbage. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just like, just trying to, like Elon Musk is just trying to make the world better. And people shit on him, right? Well, the thing is, like, he's probably, he's so used to it by now. He's like, yeah, people are going to say this. He's like, yeah, we've always gotten that. But whatever. he's so far beyond what everybody, what he thinks people think of him. He doesn't care. He does not care. Well, like, do you, remember he was at that Air Force base and he, he told the general straight to his face. He said, uh, he goes, planes are, uh, fighter planes are going to be obsolete. <laughs> yeah. He, he goes, they already are. Drones are doing all this. And, and the, uh, he looked at it right in the eyes. And then yeah. he, you can hear all this, this, the, the pilots in the back. They're like, well, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Should and, we boo him? Yeah. Then, then he, looked, he looked at them. And he's like, he looked at them like, like this. The look he gave them, he's like, why are you guys so, like, the look was like, either he didn't care or number two, he's like, what do you guys, he goes, what don't you guys understand? I feel like Elon Musk doesn't understand why humans are so dumb. You know, it's like he'll say something and then people respond in this weird way. And he's like, why are you also still like, I don't get why are they so dumb? Yeah. Because he's an alien. He's an alien from a different planet who's way smarter than humans. And he's just trying to pretend to be a human. And when he gets caught like off guard by stupidity, he's like, why are people so stupid? Like, I'm smarter than all of you. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I think when he, when he sees behavior that, is not like congruent with his like with his mindset. Oh, open open thought. Like yeah, or just like just things that are logical. To, yeah. Like, to like pro- for progression. Mm-hmm. He'll lash out. He'll be like that. He goes, "This is super fucked up." He's like, "Yeah." He's he'll like, call you on it. Yeah. He'll be yeah. like, "We're asking the Russians for help to, for, to get us to like to get into space." He's like, "This." He goes, "We've been doing that for like thirty years." He goes, "This is so fucked up." He's. Do like, you know what I'll do? I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it myself. He's yeah. Thanos. Exactly. <laughs> I always will do it myself. Might as well just do it myself. Because yeah, all the gems in my hand. Sometimes you fucking but, punch it, but that's 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 the that's kind of a life lesson. Like, it absolutely it's like uh, where if you, if no one else is gonna do it, do it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. No, it really is. It's it's yeah. an absolute like it's that um that's the mindset mm-hmm. of these like for lack of a better description of these Tony Starks, these real world Tony Starks. Yeah. That I can't rely on you to do it, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I think that's what's gotta happen through like to a lot of these uh, these med tech companies too, right? Like SARS. Mm-hmm. The whole idea was that we could create a vaccine for SARS. Uh, we could create a vaccine for all these diseases if we just put a little bit more time and research into it. But sooner or later, somebody is going to use, is going to politicize what we're doing and say it's not not necessary or whatever, and then we're going to forget about it. Then we're going to get caught with our pants down, 
when coronavirus shows up again yep. in a stronger form. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what we should be doing is not worrying about, like, no one's going to bomb anybody right now. Nobody's going to drop a nuke. We should be more worried about the next, like, an asteroid or, or a fucking next virus that hits us. Yeah. That's the new war front, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the, we don't even know what, what's going what's gonna to come next, so we should be prepared for it, at least by doing a shit ton of research so that when something new does pop up, we're like, yeah, I see these patterns. I know how this works. I can fix this. Yeah. And that's what the Tony Starks are doing. Meanwhile, yeah. everybody else is shitting on them. Like, yeah, fucking, I just want a new iPhone. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, when you when you hear about people who are, like, even, like, guys like, uh, uh, even Jeff Bezos. Like, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of his, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, just that these, like, even, like, like, all these companies, like, Google, they're all trying to get into, like, either the, the market for electric cars or whatever it is, like, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, right? But, like, just let them do it. Just, you know what? That's leave right. Alone. Just leave them alone. Let them do it. Yeah, they're not hurting you. Yeah, there's it's no impact to your daily life. Yeah, go nuts, man. Yeah, if you don't like what they're doing, then don't pay attention to it. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't like what they're doing, just just don't pay attention to it. Yeah, like, at I, the end of the day, we're gonna we're like we could either decide to like uh, to talk shit about them or trash them or try to stop them from proceeding and whatever. They're, well, like from building themselves up, right? Yeah. But all that does kind kind of keeps us in a stone age. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like, there's uh, you're you you can complain all you want, but you yeah. but you are already behind because they're so yeah. they're so forward thinking. Yeah, that uh, like you can hate you can hate Jeff uh, Bezos all you want, mm-hmm. but these uh, people the people who hate him, ninety percent of them are still ordering shit from Amazon. Exactly. Yeah, you can hate. Uh, they are the Doritos and Mountain Dew crowd. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. So, they, that's what they are. Yeah, you could hate Google for trying to gra- grab all your information. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Do you use Google Maps on your phone? Obviously. Do you use Gmail? Obviously. Do you use a phone? Yeah. Do you use a phone? Yeah. It's why, like, little by little, I, I still make fun of it a lot, and then I immediately make fun of myself as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I shit on Huawei all the time and all the 5G crap and all that, but we give so much of our information away all the time mm-hmm. where there's nothing hiding us. I mean, there's no more security at all yeah internet security it's just it's all out there so yeah. instead of bashing and shitting and doing whatever let's all just get out of the stone age yeah like ai is coming man it's it's going to be a game changer when that singularity hits and it's coming oh yeah that like it's just might as well get ourselves prepared oh yeah like there's uh even james may like from top care mm-hmm. everything everyone says makes fun because he's like he's he's old-fashioned stuff like that no he's everything about him is purely fu- is purely futuristic he's like he goes old cars are garbage he's like he goes he goes <laughs> Uh, today was better than yesterday. It's going to that trend is going to continue uh, forever. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah no, absolutely. Until, until, until humanity ends. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that, we're, it's always moving up. Like we're not. We're on. A, we're on a ride that we are not going to stop. Yeah. Like we're heading towards AI. All that shit's going to come. All of our information is out there. You can't hide yourself anymore. No. It just you can't do it. It's impossible. You're no. not going to do it because you're going to be left out. You're going to be left out. Yeah. So fighting it is just so so ridiculous mm-hmm. and asinine that mm-hmm. all you're doing is keeping yourself in a stone age. Yeah. We could be towers in the sky, man. We could all be there. But like all we're doing is is, is just fighting it. Yeah. Grit your teeth and be like, not me, man. Yeah, man. Just do when it's already you. Yeah, just do your part. Like don't close yourself off. Do your part to like just get yourself out there. All I do is use Facebook and put all the photos of my kids on there with their names and birth dates and my phone number, my email address. But I don't get a Huawei phone. Not me, man. Yeah. I don't want the Chinese would, would, spying on me. If, if, if the Huawei Pro, Pro 40, mm-hmm. the new one, if that had... uh. If that if that had the if that had Google on it, I would get that phone. You know why I wouldn't get that phone? Because you can only use it to put plates of dinner on to serve to your house guests. Mm-hmm. The thing is fucking huge. Mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore, man. They're too big. The phones are too big now. Yeah, look at this. Look at that. I mean, like, and that Huawei God. is bigger than yours. 
Yeah. Okay, put that there and put that there for a size comparison. Let me look at that. Yeah. And mine is my is massive. The one I have here is the S8. Mm-hmm. Not not the big one, the plus regular S8, mm-hmm. and it's huge. This thing is gigantic. Yeah, I know. And yours, I, I can't get my hand around that. Can you one hand this thing? Look at that. Okay, so so there's there's thumb and middle finger. I have to put that on what the one hand uh, mode. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. That's gigantic. Yeah. It is beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. It is a very lovely yeah, device. But it's just massive. It's just as big. It's so big. It's huge. But plowing ahead. Oh, plowing ahead. Um, oh, hey, so did you, did you, I don't know if you have the Crave TV or access to the, the Vice documentary, Dark Side of the Ring. Started up again. No, I still haven't. No, I haven't seen it. No. Damn, they did Chris Benoit. Oh, God. It was unreal. They need to, like, get an award or something. I don't know if they can get a Gemini. Or if they can go to the the old Golden Globes and get like best short film, whatever the fuck they get, and they need something, well, because it is it was ridiculously really? good. It was insane. Holy. Everything that we knew, like we all knew, we all knew what happened. We had an idea of Chris what Chris Benoit did from Edmonton. From Edmonton. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's born somewhere else, but basically, like raised here from raised here, from like yeah. a, a, he when to, he what, didn't know anything what, else. What school do you go to? I think he went to like Page or Ainley or something, man. But he's like from here. He's from here. Yeah. I mean, he's basically like an Edmontonian. Yeah. Uh, like that's at a very young age moved moved to Edmonton, right? Mm-hmm. But um, that's how we take him. He's Edmonton's boy. He was our boy. Yeah. They murdered his wife and kid. Oh, it was too rough. Many, too many blows to the head from jumping off the top rope. They addressed everything. Mm-hmm. Like they they addressed every question that you ever had about what maybe caused him to do it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't just uh, they didn't just kind of glaze over it. They went deep, man. It's maybe one of the best sports documentaries I've ever seen. Really? Next to the Ric Flair, the the Ric Flair ESPN documentary, uh, all those that they've been doing over there, mm-hmm. this is better than all those. Mm. Just because of the way they treated it, they they didn't make any kind of um, excuses, yeah. as if like you know, oh you know he wasn't that bad of a guy and this is what he did. Yeah, they went deep into everything, and they're just like, this is just what happened. Mm-hmm. We're not taking a side that you know he snapped because of head injury or steroids or concussions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not trying to say that you know we're not trying to like blame something else. Mm-hmm. This dude killed his wife and kid. There's no maybes or ifs, right? There's no maybes or ifs, man. They just tell you absolutely everything in like factual fashion mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Okay. Chris Jericho is a huge part of it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's been a huge part of it since like a, like uh, the beginning almost. Mm-hmm. People don't realize like Jericho showed up at uh, WWF from WCW, and then he kind of brought like because of him being there, he didn't bring them over. But he's a reason a lot of those guys were there, and he's tight with those guys. Yeah. Because they were the only real guys from that era. Mm-hmm of WCW superstars that were then coming to WWE. Mm-hmm. So he had like inside knowledge of everything. The, the Eddie Guerrero stuff, the Benoit stuff, and then Malenko's in it too, Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. He's got Parkinson's now. Really? Yeah, Dean Malenko's got Parkinson's now. But he was, uh, like those, those are the three amigos, right? Benoit, Malenko, and Guerrero. Yeah. So when, when you see those guys with three amigos, when Eddie Guerrero did three amigos move, oh, yeah. it's one for Benoit. Uh, yeah, one so for, Parkinson's, er, one guy died of a heart attack. It's rough, dude. Oh, man. So rough. What about Saturn? Whatever happened to that guy? Perry Saturn? Yeah. I think he's still around. I think he's got his own gym now. Like, he's got his own school now. The Saturn with the, with the, with the crooked eye? <laughs> Perry Saturn. He's the uh, the Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Of <laughs> WCW. Perry Saturn was ridiculous. That guy was so dark. Yeah. Like, just from, like, just being red with rage. I think he, was, he, he wore, like, a lot of bronzer on his, on his skin. Could be, man. 
Ah, it was ridiculous. But I'll tell you, that documentary, for anybody who's ever been interested, and the, the entire Viceland series, Dark Side of the Ring, mm-hmm. last season was terrific. This season was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt like the uh, the last of the Von Erichs, which mm-hmm. is like the second last or third last episode they did yeah. for season one, mm-hmm. which is like the Texas Tornado and the Von Erich family. Yeah. Um, they talk about them. That was a rough one to watch. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like, because you're, you're connected to these guys. We're all big wrestling fans, right? Mm-hmm. So we've kind of felt like an impact when you watch that. Like it's so much sadder than what we knew. Mm-hmm. This one was rough. This was oh. clearly the, the roughest one they've done. Mm. That's something. Okay. Cool. I'd highly recommend uh, the Chris Benoit Dark Side of the Ring. And then I was reading stuff about Chris Jericho after that, and he's talking about Mike Tyson when he punched him in the face. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I was, I've was, i never been so scared in my life. It's <laughs> like, I, I'm just there, and I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, please, please don't fucking kill me. Mm. Was like a champ. He's like, Tyson was all pro, man. He came in there, barely grazed him. He threw, uh, went back and, and took the bump. He's like, it was just remarkable. He goes, but the entire time, I'm thinking to myself, please fucking don't kill me. Yeah, man. Please, I'd, man. I'd be so scared if Mike Tyson was going to hit me. God, could you imagine? Like, if you told somebody, if you told Mike Tyson that for this show, mm-hmm. you're going to have to punch me in the face, but please don't murder me. Yeah. And you're talking to Mike Tyson, and you're not entirely convinced that he's all there, but he's all there. Oh, yeah. Like, that dude is all legit, but there's so much in your head, like propaganda filled in your head about what Mike Tyson's all about. All mm-hmm. you can think is, he's gonna, I'm going to die now. Oh yeah, like only one guy can go can go into a wrestling ring and, and confront Mike Tyson. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, that 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 whole thing was so funny. It was like I don't know if you're stupid or you can't hear you understand. You're too stupid to understand me. But you don't come into my ring and like <laughs> and gave him the two fingers. <laughs> Man, give him the bird and then Tyson punches him. Even when you hear that from Stone Cold's perspective, he's like, all I could think of is I'm gonna die. <laughs> all I can think of is like, it's Mike Tyson. He's gonna, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> I remember Vince McMahon at the end. He's like, "You ruined it. You ruined everything. You, you son of a ruined bitch. it." <laughs> <laughs> the the Vince McMahon, Mister McMahon character, all the way through. They kind of address a little bit of that in the Benoit thing, but yeah. all the way through with him and Stone Cold, right up until where Stone Cold shook his hand. Yeah, all of that was terrific. It was it was, was, <sighs> the, it was the best. It was incredible because I think that really highlighted like how far he would go. To make sure that his company made money, like he yeah, he let Stone Cold give him an enema on TV. On TV, yeah, yeah, and the, that that you know what the bedpan the, the bedpan ping like, on his head that was so good. That's one of the, that's one of those like those very few moments where I'm like I laugh out loud. I'm just like that's the funniest thing I've ever. It's seen. it's a living cartoon. Yep, Mister the Mister McMahon character was like a live version of like a some sort of like wacky Elmer Fuddy yeah. mixed with like Mister Roper. Yeah. Mixed with Mr. Furley. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Like yeah. he had this weird zaniness about him where he was just he was all there, but he was also completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Man, but the bedpan is the pinnacle. The, the, yeah, the, the beating in the hospital room is like the is the best. No, it's incredible. I, I just the the story that Stone Cold tells about when he was uh, in the hall and McMahon hears him making the ding sound, he's like, What are you doing? He's like, I'm looking for the sweet spot in the bedpan. And he's hitting himself in the head <laughs> to see where the sweet spot was. So when he hit McMahon it would be the best sound. Mm-hmm. Terrific, That's man. unreal. Wrestling is so full of awesome stories. Oh, yeah. Weird how this, like, this WrestleMania this year, it's on tomorrow. It's all already taped. It's the first time WrestleMania has already been taped. They've got, apparently, they're doing sets and shit. They're going to have all these weird, like, Lucha Libre used to do that, or uh, Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. They have these sets, and you'd go off, and you'd have these uh, these matches in, like, a, a weird haunted house and shit. Mm-hmm. And then they would finish it in a ring in front of fans. But it was all pre-organized. They're doing that for WrestleMania this year. So oh, tomorrow right. night and Sunday nights, two nights, I think it's like three hours each night, mm-hmm. and they're doing locations all over this like uh, parking lot in Orlando. They've built complete like movie style Hollywood breakdown sets and shit. Oh, that's cool. They're going to murder each other in like a funhouse match and like a, I think Randy Orton and Edge is back. Edge's neck is all back to normal. 
So he's, he's back? yeah, he's back, man. He had a huge, uh, a huge pop at uh, Royal Rumble. He came out as like number seventeen or some shit. The crowd, the crowd, like every human in the crowd heard that Edge music hit, mm-hmm. and they all just jizzed their pants. Everybody, shit. there was just so much jizz look? in the arena. How do you look? Incredible. He looked amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Like he was in shape. He looked better now than he did before. Uh, he retired. Like he's actually he's Jack now. Oh, okay. But he's done a lot of work. Apparently, uh, he's just been doing crazy amount of work. Like eleven surgeries on his neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been doing a lot of like neck strengthening. It's not as bad as what we were, I think, led to believe mm-hmm. uh, at the time. So, but he, but he won't take any risks, right? He won't take any risks. Yeah. So he got hit with a concerto and an RKO mm-hmm. from Randy Orton because two of them are feeding pretty hard. Yeah. But you could tell, like, you could really see how they're working it to make it look. Like really, they're not touching him at all. It's beautiful. Yeah, like it's some real good workman, workship, workmanship going on there with the with the moves. Oh, okay, cool. It's it's neat. It's cool to see Edge back, but it will be neat to see how the how WrestleMania turns out because uh, two nights of scripted, of hardcore scripted, and then like different takes, right? Yeah. Because not only is it uh, live, like right now when you watch it, it's live action stunt work mm-hmm. in a ring in front yeah. of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So they'll have mistakes and they'll botch and shit and all that kind of stuff. But now they're cutting. They're cutting. They're doing camera angles. They're having moments where you've got like a, a hit doesn't look right. So they, they roll back the tape and do it again. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be neat to see how this works out. Because yeah. it's very much a, it's a real production now. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? We got uh, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Michael Jordan apparently was not super jazzed when Scotty Pippen went out with Madonna. That's the uh, Johnny Bach. The, oh the yeah, I read, I read about. I read that. Yeah, yeah Johnny Bach was talking about that. He's yeah. like, oh uh, yeah. So Jordan's super competitive. He's a he's a hardcore competitive guy. He wanted a piece of Madonna, right? He wanted a piece of. Well, I don't think he's so. Maybe he didn't so much want a piece of Madonna. But I think Scottie Pippen getting Madonna when you're the alpha. Yeah, that's gotta that's gotta make you the beta. Yeah. Uh, well, Dennis Rodman got a piece of Madonna too. Yeah, I don't know that. Did did he get a piece of Madonna? Or you leave a piece with Madonna. Oh no, he. Because. <laughs> Well, those two, those two are both freaks, so... Uh, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a wedding dress-wearing motherfucker, that guy. Yeah, but uh, um, one of the best basketball players ever. Bar none. Because like, he's just like... He was the best at what he did. 100%. Yeah. No, yeah, he was, yeah, there was the, nobody catching rebounds like that guy. No, he's the best rebounder of all time. Yeah, nobody was doing what he was doing at the time of Dennis no, Rodman. No. <laughs> and knew that he was that much better yeah, than and you. He was a, and, he used, and he was used as like... His thin frame, but he was so strong, like unbelievable center of gravity. Oh yeah, and he could guard like he could guard centers. Yeah, he could guard centers, and he would have boxed out like pro- like properly. Yeah, incredible success, man. Dennis Dennis Rodman was a lot of fun. Yeah, had a great freak show. I I, I I had no problem with Dennis Rodman. Even, I liked like, him in Double T. Even, yeah, yeah, I, I loved him in Double T. <laughs> I loved him in Double T. Yeah. Even like when the Sonics were playing uh, the Bulls, because mm-hmm. uh, I was I'm a huge Sonics fan, and uh, when they're playing the Bulls in the 19, 1996 finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Kemp caught the caught the ball on the block, and he was posting him up, and then he spun around uh, him to the back, put a reverse jam on Rodman. It was a sick dunk, and then like he was hanging there, and but he didn't want to like. And Rodman was was like basically like waiting head, for him. His, his head was in his crotch. <laughs> oh no! So but he didn't want to come down, and he's like he's just waiting for Dennis Rodman to get out of the way, and then Dennis Rodman just basically gave him a hug. And he's like he's like hey, he was like yeah man that was that's pretty good unbelievable dunk yeah uh, man that's awesome yeah. those are those are different times man. Mm-hmm. Different times of sportsmanship. Oh yeah, it's getting. I think it's back now. Like that, that feels back now. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I, I don't. Uh, like obviously, basketball is, it's different now than it was back because back then, the '90s and especially in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, basketball was way grittier. 
Like if you wanted to score, you had to pay the price to score in the nineties. In the nineties, yeah, yeah, the nineties and especially the uh, especially uh, the eighties, especially in the eighties and the nineties. Okay? Oh yeah, two uh, thousands was like that's when like it was like a little bit more, a little more loose, but like, it, but it was still like it was still pretty hard. Like it just didn't feel like um, it was less goon basketball. Yeah, it was less goon basketball, yeah. but there was almost I don't know. Like from I stopped watching around that like when the Bulls were done. Yeah. In the late '90s, when they started, when it was all kind of finished up, and they were moving on, Jordan was gone. Yeah. He'd retired and all that kind of crap. I I just kind of walked away from basketball. I just didn't have time for it anymore. I was working at night. Yeah. So I just didn't have time for it anymore. But it just felt like when I did watch the odd games and whatnot, that sportsmanship of like, nice one, pal. Mm-hmm. Like that was gone. Like it wasn't there. It was less personal. Yeah. It's, it's now it's more like uh, I think the the main thing I don't like about basketball now is that uh, if I go like this, that's mm-hmm. a foul. Oh, that's gross. That's a that's a like, like basketball's kind of turned to soccer. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, I don't like, like that. Yeah, because like they want like because they want the scoring to go up and like yeah. obviously the athletes are like they're crazy now, right? But like uh, everyone talks about like yeah, like uh, LeBron is the best. Uh, he's the best athlete mm-hmm. of NBA. I'm like the best athlete who ever played basketball was Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan is pretty. Michael ridiculous. Jordan, like you put in skill, comp- competitiveness, uh, assassin's mentality, deal with and, the devil. And, yeah, and uh, and never lost in the finals. Yeah, never lost in the finals. Never lost. He's six and zero. Oh. But just. Like the shit that he would do, like the the buzzer shots. Oh yeah, it's like it's his it's, clutch. Yeah, his clutch yeah. performance was mm-hmm. through the roof. Yeah, and he had the highest vertical of anyone who any player who has ever lived. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. To to me, it was like one of those things where once that was over, I just I kind of I don't know. It was like uh somebody who'd not who'd walk away from Marvel after Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done now. I'm good. Yeah, that's what I did, and I was I was kind of good for it. When I came back, it wasn't the same game anymore. See, that's, for me, it's like the thing with the reason I got back into it, like I, I never really like I kind of like what what kind of like got me back into it is like when Kobe Bryant's class came in, mm-hmm. his draft class came in. That was the best draft class, pretty much of all time, I think. And because uh, that that class had like uh, Kobe Bryant, had Ray Allen, it had Allen Iverson, it had like uh, Marcus Camby, had, the like, new assassins, man. They, all these new guys who came in there, and uh, um, like. All like uh, these are Hall of Fame guys who came in, mm-hmm. and uh, fun to watch. Yeah, like, super like very different than the uh, the eighties and nineties basketball. Yeah, exactly. So, so and Kobe Bryant just took took, took Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. They just took it to a whole new level. Yeah, there's a lot more finesse in their game. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah, but Kobe, but Kobe Bryant had the had the eighties and nineties mentality of like yeah, but he didn't give a shit. He's like he, he didn't like, care. Right? No no friends. He's like I don't give a shit. He had that Dr. J. Like Larry Bird, yeah. that era of like play style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like just uh, you have to like just scare everybody on the court, just kill, take the, take everyone's heart, rip their hearts out. Oh, God. He's like, that's how I played. This is what I do. Yeah, he's like, I, I goes sometimes they'd be like, Kobe, what are you listening to? He would even answer them. So one guy asked him, he's like, what do you listen to like, when you're playing on the headphones? He's like, uh, the the theme for Halloween. <laughs> oh no way! Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's pretty great. Oh, know. you know, psychopath murder music. Yeah, I'm listening to psycho murder music. Oh yeah, because I want to kill everybody, figuratively, yeah. not literally. Yeah. I want to murder you on the court. Yeah. So I'm listening to psychopath murder. Yeah, music. he's like, he's like he goes. I just get so tense, and he's like, I just want to go out, and that's why he, people were sitting next to him. Like Chris Rock was sitting next to him, and like during the finals, he was talking to Kobe, saying jokes. <laughs> Kobe didn't even acknowledge him. He was even looking. He was. He didn't even know he was there. He just, <laughs> and Rock is giving him his A game. Yeah, his best material. And that's Chris Rock at his prime. <laughs> Chris Rock giving him like a tight five. Yeah. Like uh, every time he sits down, there's a new tight five waiting for him, mm-hmm. and Kobe has no idea what's going on. Yep. He was. Lo- he was locked and loaded as always. Oh man. So R.I.P. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. R.I.P. Fuck. Legend. That's that's, a, that's still a weird thing to think. That like Kobe Bryant isn't alive anymore. That's that's like a fucked up thought because yeah. it's somebody in our like I keep going back to that one for me as a weird celebrity death because our age group, we grew up watching him progress in the sport that 
you know, most of us are huge fans of. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was on the peripheral where, you know, he played rugby in Australia, mm-hmm. but he's from your neighborhood. So you kind of keep like a, a loose idea. This is a kid from Edmonton plays rugby in Australia. Yeah. No, he was like a, a dude who was in a sport that most of my friends watch that was in our age group that we kind of like gauge our like life success by. Mm-hmm. It was the same age, but he's like a superstar. What the fuck am I doing? And then he's just not there anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It was um, even I was watching uh, highlights of him like yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was watching a mixtape of his, and I realized I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's gone. He's dead. Yeah, he died in a plane yeah, crash. And I, maybe with a bunch sad. of other people. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. It makes you like strangely, like uh, contemplative, like if not outright sad. It just makes you contemplate. Like life is too fucking short. Yeah, it is. Like I was. Uh, you never know. Yeah, because I was watching the highlights from like the when they played the Orlando Magic mm-hmm. uh, in the finals, and they uh, Kobe Bryant won, and uh, he's he's only his trophy and had his daughter in his arms. Crazy man. And I was like, if that doesn't like, hit you in the feels, yeah, I know. Yeah, and I, I watched that. I was like, oh my god, those two are dead. They're not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and like you've always been a huge Kobe fan. I, yeah, he's like, it's like yeah. it is it is your like Gretzky in the eighties. Yeah, was your Kobe in the two thousands? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, um, That's wild. Yeah, my he's, he was my favorite player, but you know it's a uh, it's sad reality we're living in. Yeah, I mean uh, the world's on fire. No, it's on fire. <laughs> the world's on fire. It's on fire. There's there's nothing left for anybody or yeah. to do. Or it's a sad reality. The sad reality we live in is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, within that awfulness, um, I guess we were, we have two movies, uh, not in this podcast. We're going to stop this and then we're going to pop up our, our next, they're here somewhere. You just had them in your hands. Oh, over there. So no, that's fine. Well, we'll, the people should tune in. Okay. So yeah. So sorry, go ahead. You were saying, so we had the, the debate for us was between Batman 1989, 4k, the, the remaster. Yeah. 4k of Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or in the opposite direction. In the opposite direction, Real Genius, yeah. starring another Batman, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. Terrific, because I have not watched this since, like I said, I think of maybe seven or eight. That we, we, that we should watch this. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely watch that. Yeah. So I'm, I get to go in completely fresh. Yeah. And you get to go in with like just nothing but content. Yeah. So uh, I, I think you're gonna have a really good time talking about the movie. I think so. Yeah. It's I've watched this movie so many times. Yeah. Even recently, I've watched it so many. It's times. It's right up there with Ferris Bueller for you. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's right up there. Yeah. So uh, you you're gonna really enjoy yourself in this one. I I hope you enjoy it. I I think I will. Yeah. I don't. All I really remember about it is that he's super smart, and then he's gonna help some other kid in school. Yeah. And then that kid is kind of like a goober, and then little by little, like the the thing happens. Enemies fight. Like Batman fights Superman. There's a misunderstanding. They team up. They can become best buddies. It's uh. It's. Uh, young prodigy comes yeah. in to, to, to Caltech yeah. and he needs uh, and a professor gets him in mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he needs some guidance there so he's teaming up with uh, the smartest guy in school a uh, real genius real genius which is uh, Val Kilmer and then they uh, they're, they're working on that, that guy who got him in that professor mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they get him to work on his project uh, it's like some war games shit right yeah and then the and then and then it just goes from there it is so 80s uh, it's that's what I love about this movie so much is that because it has some of my favorite my I love Val Kilmer and I love eighties movies. Yeah, I mean it's like sa- yeah, yeah, and the soundtrack icon of the eighties. Yeah, it's, it's the soundtrack is pure eighties. That's awesome. The music is phenomenal and it has it's like Batman where the ending is just it. <laughs> It's it's unbelievable. It, it, I can, I'm excited. Yeah, I can I can already feel it. Like, I'm excited because yeah. I mean I I just like the idea that there's an '80s masterpiece out there that mm-hmm. I'm not super familiar with. Yeah, I get to rewatch. Like I know some people 
uh, might not be familiar with weird science. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is an 80s masterpiece that probably flew under the radar for a lot of people, the yeah. way real genius flew under the radar for me. Right? Yeah, and real, I think, I think uh, weird science is actually more... It's a bigger. It's it's a more recognized movie than Real Genius is. Probably, Probably yeah, it, 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 very likely, mm-hmm. very likely. I for me, I remember as a kid. I would say um, the last time I remember holding Real Genius, oh, was I was looking at the cover and it's Val Kilmer on the desk, like spinning a basketball or some shit. Yeah, and he's like, just it's all like it's such an eighties art piece yeah like it's it's like the the guy amsel who did the indiana jones posters oh yeah yeah like it's like a like a rich a richard amsel drawing mm-hmm. and i just i remember looking at it thinking like maybe i'll get around to this someday and never really doing it mm-hmm. like conan the barbarian great movie poster right yeah real genius great movie poster mm-hmm. indiana jones like that's my recollection of real genius yeah it was a really good movie poster yeah it's uh and uh this is val kilmer like i think this is one of his like earlier this is like before this is right after i think top secret there are okay so there are eras of Val Kilmer for me. Yeah, and Top Gun is right after this, I think. Top Gun is right after this. Yeah. There's Top Secret. There's Real Genius. There's Top Gun. There's Thunderheart. There's Salt and Sea. Like, there's all the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Look at, like, how different all those characters are. Yeah. But they're all so well done. Like, Tombstone, Val Kilmer is so good. Yeah. Tombstone. Yeah. He's so good in all of those, mm-hmm. and they're so different. Such an underrated megastar. Yeah. Man, Val Kilmer was really something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's- it's going to be a ch- I, I really hope you enjoy yourself I'm yeah. probably going to have a really good time watching this thing mm-hmm. well we're going to do it from here we're going to turn that guy around a little bit so we get a better angle we'll mm-hmm. just uh, adjust the way we sit here it's not going to be on video so it will be like Ghostbusters for the last it'll one be it'll audio. be on yeah. uh, on iTunes and it'll be on mm-hmm. Google Play and then also we're on Stitcher we're on uh, iHeartRadio yeah so wherever you get a podcast you can get us yeah so uh, if you do want to hear that that will be BSFW uh Barely safe for cinema is what we're calling those. Yes. And it'll be titled Real Genius. Mm-hmm. So it'll be after like episode 143 or 44. Yeah, that's right. Around that somewhere. Because mm-hmm. yep. we're at 140. I 140 think something. 144 yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's kind of it for this. All right. Uh, well, we're just going to talk about how, oh yeah, APN01 is the coronavirus vaccine they're testing today. Yeah. And then there's a patch as well. I think we just talked about it. There's a patch. There's the a patch thing. as well, but I think they're also taking medication for like AIDS. They're trying to like to make like a like a mix of drugs. antivirals. Yeah, yeah. So antivirals, but like they're saying we'll like, those work. But they, they said like full scale production of any vaccine. Let's say if it was like best case scenario would be like next year. Yeah, you're looking at next summer mm-hmm. for for this to really like take effect. Yeah. So like hopefully like now like the hope is that this will just bleed out. <laughs> oh God, that's that's but gross. You, but you know what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> I yeah. do know what you're saying. Yeah. I just sound so. Sounds so gross. Yeah, the, the virus will bleed itself out. Uh, things that you shouldn't do in the coronavirus pandemic. Do not listen to Alex Jones. No. Because uh, everybody's ditched him now. He's trying to sell some sort of, some sort of toothpaste. Don't listen to anyone. Super blow. Yeah, so don't listen to anyone who has... Don't listen to a crackpot and don't listen to anyone yeah. who does not have a, med- a medical degree. Exactly. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do because, it. Because like, you're not going to get jack shit no. from any of that stuff. Hot water does nothing. Yeah. A sauna does nothing. Hot yoga does nothing. Uh, Alex Jones, super blue toothpaste, does nothing. No, viruses flourish in hot environments. Yeah, there's... You're not... Like, it's like, like nothing's hot, Yeah, so like bacteria does anyway. But bacteria like, does. But like, I'll say this. Like, the Dr. Fauci, he's great. Yeah. Listen to that guy. Listen to that guy. Because he shakes his yeah. head yeah, a and, lot. Exactly. And if you're in Canada, just just do your online research. Don't listen, don't listen to anybody on a who has a microphone on their face and they're, they're in their basement. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. we are not people you should be going to for information no and people who do this are not people you should be going to for your information Alex Jones does not know anything Alex Jones is an income poop yeah. and uh, do not download that fucking FBI fitness app no <laughs> you hear about this thing yeah the FBI is like oh it's a good time you're at home 
should download the FBI fitness app mm-hmm. onto your phone that you use all the time. We promise we're not spying on you. Yeah. Or if you want, if actually, recommendation, if you want to do some like good home home ex- uh, exercises, Orange Theory has released their um their exercise routines you could do at home. That's awesome, man. Orange Theory has done it. Um, Hemsworth has got a great routine yep. that he did to get into shape, the, mm-hmm. the, into Thor shape. Yep. So if you want to look like a god, you yep. got to do the Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold released his. So he's got a, a routine that he did for like um, five or six exercises, mm-hmm. 50 reps each one, no uh, weights, yeah. all body weight all workouts. All body weights, yeah. And they're terrific. Yeah. They're really good too. And it's Arnold. And it's Arnold actually demonstrating what he does in those workouts. Did you see that one guy who, who made a treadmill in his uh, kitchen? No, I did not. Yeah. What? He, yeah. So what he did is that he. Uh, is it motorized? No, this is what he did. He 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 took like uh, uh he went to the sink, and he poured uh um he took some water like two glasses of water. He spilled the water on the floor. He took some dishwashing uh, soap and he spread it on the floor. Of course he did. And he went barefoot and he just walks on it and he just like it, he's like he stood in place and starts walking on it. And cooking. He's like that's it. He's like just cooking. He's like I do that for one hour. You know, I mean, if he's at a linoleum floor, he's good yeah. to go. He's like it's fine. Yeah. You're not gonna ruin it. Nope. You just put some towels around so it soaks up all the water. and mm-hmm. I guess, right? I mean, innovation and necessity is the mother of innovation. So if you really need to get into shape and you haven't got anything to do it with, yep. why not just mm-hmm. go nuts? Go nuts, yeah. Go nuts, man. Yeah, I think uh, next week, I think when it warms up, I think hopefully next week at the end of next week, I'll probably drive down to the uh, uh, downtown to the River Valley. There you go. And just run on the River Valley. Just give it There's a go. There's no one there. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? I mean... Look, there are there's there's lots of ways to to do the social uh, physical distancing. Yeah, get your workouts in. Try not to get a fine. Yeah. Don't don't crowd up in a dog park with a thousand other people. No, just even they, they said if you're running or something or biking, if you if you feel like just like this, like you know crisscrossing like like that, yep. you're not gonna catch anything. Yeah, yeah, unless the guy spits in your mouth. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, hey pal, how you doing? He hocks yeah. a loogie in you, and yeah, then exactly. you gotta then you gotta chase him down. But then, if you're on the river valley, then you can you can throw that guy in the river. You can throw him in the river. Yeah, dude. Try not to spit on each other. Yeah. Be nice to each other. Like try to try to like you know be civil. Everybody, everybody in the world right now feels just like you do. Yeah. Everybody's frustrated. Everybody just wants to work out. Everybody just wants to be happy and feel like the world's gonna go back to normal. And it just goes better if we're just nicer to each other. Yeah. That's it, all. That no, I totally agree. Like don't uh, don't like people who are like afraid of like. And I've actually read about this. Like number one, yeah. Like like I agree. Like just. Be nice to everybody. Like, just be nice to each other. Yep. Don't panic at the grocery store. Don't panic by. Don't you, panic at the discount. Yeah. There's like, like, oh, this is gonna run out. Nothing is gonna run out. No, man. Okay. This is it? this is a we're we're a first world country. We're we live in Canada. It's the second biggest country in the world. We produce so much here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gonna be enough toilet paper for everybody. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. Uh, just just <sighs> Great don't advice. yeah don't don't worry about it and just uh, uh, hunker down, work on yourself. And you do that, you'll be fine, okay? And, and step away from Netflix once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Do something else. 20-20-20 rule. Yeah. You know, every 20 minutes, look out your window at 20 feet or more away mm-hmm. for like 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, make sure your eyes are actually working the way they're supposed to work. Yeah. Get that. Like, make make sure they function properly. Mm-hmm. And be, yeah, be mentally healthy. If you need help to be mentally healthy, call a friend. Mm-hmm. If that friend doesn't want to talk to you or doesn't pick up, call a different friend. That person's not your friend, then. That person might not be your friend. Yeah. Or you're really annoying. Nah, no, you're probably not really. Yeah, annoying. like you're like, probably a lovable human being. Your friend's an asshole. Yeah, like, but if, and, and also like, go outside for a walk if it's nice where you live. Yep, go for a walk. No, it's not hard to to stick within the rules of proper uh, physical distance. Yeah, if you're worried, put a scarf around your mouth. Put just a scarf in, in your mouth. Yeah, that's a, like that's good enough. Yeah, especially if you're just going for a walk. 
Yeah, it's not it's not hard to stick to the rules. Stick to the rules. You'll be fine. Yeah, and uh, conspiracy theorists, there's lots of them out there. Yeah. Fuck them because they're all weird. Like their brain works in a different way. Yeah. So if somebody's trying to tell you that this isn't real or the pandemic is all like government's getting together to like keep us all in control. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie, man. No. Just don't listen to those people. If you're getting your news from BuzzFeed on Facebook that your aunt sent you, like fact check that shit from Snopes. Go to Snopes and fact check all your stuff. Politico yeah. is really good for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Fact like be be intelligent the way you gather your information. Yeah, and if you don't have it, if, if, yeah, like I don't know. I, I think it's it's just asinine to like uh, like like if you're gonna do any research, it, look at medical journals like m- medical journals. Like look at like uh, like even Google says like you know f- Google will have a link in the Google app. It says yeah. it says for the updated coronavirus uh, stuff, click here. Exactly. Then, yeah. So and you'll know what to follow and what not to. Like don't look at the verge. Look at like you know, like, uh, <laughs> don't. Look, that, that's great advice. Yeah. Not that the Verge is awful, but that, not bad. that's not yeah. where you're gonna go for no. your medical advice. No. Like there are lots of places you can go to on your own that that are that yeah. are being like filtered towards you from sites like Google. Yeah. Yeah, that can help you get uh, better educated. Yeah. So like, yeah, just the sky is not falling. Is exactly. What yeah. So don't don't worry. Uh, just stay inside. Be healthy. And uh, um, yeah, just work on yourself. Take some. Take, take, Find some positives out of this. You know what did we say last time? The the Hadfield thing? The the cure for all this shit is competence. Just yeah. be competent. Yeah. Be competent and be confident. Yeah. Or we'll get through this as a nation. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, the, the thing is like we, we have to get through this together because like where there's people out there who are selfishly like spreading the disease because they don't know how to like stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> they're being they're being selfish by like not like uh following rules. Well, they had bad parenting. Yeah, exactly. So, Their parents were monsters. Yeah, so like they're yeah, so just uh, yeah, just you know, maintain your distance when you're going out. Uh, you know, if you can do online shopping and then get it like delivered or pick up at the store, do that. Uh, there's certain things you can do. If you're going grocery shopping, go late. Yeah, go go super early or super late. Go yeah, like uh, you're, there's always going to be stuff for you. Everyone's like, oh, there's no there's no like I don't know red meat or something like that. There there's tons of stuff. Like, there's lots. Of there's stuff. lots. There's, You'll be fine. Don't be. Don't worry. Don't don't be a douche. Yeah, exactly. You douche. Yeah, if you only need one of something, take one of something. Yeah, that's a, that's another great point. Don't don't hoard all no. that kind of stuff. Ah, we, we we've hit all this stuff in the head. Yeah, all yeah. everything we just said is all just reinforcing. Yeah, it's reinforcing how not to be a douchebag. Exactly. Uh, I would imagine that uh, as we're about to carry into our next episode, the music for this episode has been off for quite some time. Well then, peace out. Cool.